Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. In this episode of Brainstorming Plus Tax, we're going to look at employees and vehicles. It's something of an article of faith among Canadians that, as temperatures rise in the spring, gas prices will rise along with them. While in some cases, Canadians can reduce the impact of gas price increases by reducing the amount of driving they do, the practical reality is that for most of us, driving a car every day cannot be avoided, and gasoline is consequently a non-discretionary expense. That's especially true for those who must drive to work each day, and increasingly, that drive is becoming a longer and longer one as individuals and families move further and further from their workplace location in search of affordable housing. Finally, for many Canadians, a car is their only transportation option when they live in a place that is not served by public transit or the available transit isn't a practical daily option. Unfortunately for most taxpayers, there's no relief provided by our tax system to help alleviate the cost of driving, as the cost of driving to work and back home and the cost of driving that isn't work-related are both considered personal expenses for which no deduction or credit can be claimed, no matter how great the cost. That said, there are some fairly narrow circumstances in which employees can claim a deduction for the cost of work-related travel. Now, those circumstances exist where an employee is required as part of his or her terms of employment to use a personal vehicle for work-related travel. For instance, an employee might, as part of his or her job, be required to see clients at their own premises for the purpose of meetings or other work-related activities and is expected to use his or her own vehicle to get to such meetings. If the employer is prepared to certify on a form T2200, that's T2200, that the employee was ordinarily required to work away from his employer's place of business or in different places, that he or she is required to pay his or her own motor vehicle expenses, and that no tax-free allowance was provided by the employer for such expenses, the employee can deduct actual expenses incurred for such work-related travel. Those deductible expenses include the following. Fuel, such as gasoline or propane and oil and diesel. Maintenance and repairs. Insurance, license and registration fees. Interest paid on the loan to purchase the vehicle. Or eligible leasing costs for the vehicle. Depreciation in the form of capital cost allowance. In almost all instances, a taxpayer will use the same vehicle for both personal and work-related driving. Where that's the case, only the portion of expenses incurred for work-related driving can be deducted by the employee, and they must keep a record of both the total kilometers driven in the year and the kilometers driven for work-related purposes. And, of course, receipts must be kept to document all the expenses incurred and claimed. One cautionary tale here is that this form must be completed by the employer, not the employee. While there are no limits other than the general limit of reasonableness that are placed on the amount of costs which can be deducted in the first four categories that I talked about, there are limits and restrictions with respect to interest, leasing costs, and depreciation claims. In larger urban centers and in the nearby cities and suburbs which are served by intercity transit, Many commuters utilize that transit as a way of avoiding both the stress of the drive to work in rush hour traffic and the associated costs. And for a time, such commuters were able to claim a tax credit to help mitigate the cost of using such transit. Unfortunately, the federal public transit tax credit was eliminated in 2017 by the Trudeau government, such that it could only be claimed for costs incurred for transit use before July 1, 2017. 
it was not possible to carry the credit over and claim it in a subsequent taxation year. So the last claim anyone could make for the public transit tax credit was on the 2017 annual tax return. No amount of tax relief is going to make driving, especially for a lengthy daily commute, an inexpensive proposition. But that said, seeking out and claiming every possible deduction and credit available under tax rules can at least help minimize that pain. And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening. <music>